love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 10 of Banter Buddies, everybody. Brian, greetings. How are you? What's up, Neil? Hi. I'm doing great. We're in the double digits now. We Woo. broke the barrier. Wow. Episode Dub- 10. Double dig, Neil. Episode X. If we were doing I, I said I said I'm doing I'm doing I'm I'm pleasant. I'm doing pleasant. It's a pleasant evening. Uh, I'm we wearing clean this. laundry. I washed my clothes. And oh so my gosh. Just changes everything. But did you say you're doing well? Did, I didn't even ask you. Are you doing? I am. I am also doing well. Um, this fine day here. We're we're into April now. So Woo! spring spring is uh, sprung here uh, in the Twin Cities. Uh, just about. You know, there's no more snow. Uh, there's still no leaves on the trees, but listen, the sun is staying out, and we're feeling the vibes. Starting to starting to feel a little bit better out here. Um, Brian, you mentioned laundry. Are you the main laundry uh, doer in your home, or does it rotate, or what's the laundry story like in your house? I do. Um, I do the majority of the laundry. Nice. I am not good at it, <laughs> and I. But I have. I am not allowed to wash the yoga pants anymore because oh. I've dried them a couple times in my you know daydreaming that's what I'll call it in right. my daydreaming right and you now they're paying attention pilly. that's the word they're oh. pilly oh see I thought it would be like a like uh they they shrink or something like that but no they they just get pilly they just get messed up so I got that I got that revoked Mm. But I finally, I guess my whole life, Neil, even when we were in college doing laundry together all the time, when we do show laundry all the time, you're you're more of a folder than me. I'm a chuck it in the bag. Is it clean? Does it smell? Good. Fine. Who cares about wrinkles? Where you always <laughs> fold the laundry whenever you take it. But uh, I always am throw everything in. I've never believed in the like blacks and the reds and the whites and the reds. But this year has changed me and I'm a, I'm a changed man. And now I sort the laundry. Wow, very nice. Yeah, yeah, that's that's important sometimes. Depends. It depends on like uh, you know, how uh how particular you are about that kind of stuff, I guess. Cuz yeah, I, I I try and sort everything out now and I have those vintage tees that, you know, I want to wash those cold only, you know, oh, yeah, if you, you wash be things careful. warm. Be careful. Yeah, you can't put anything in the dryer, you know. So I really just put like socks and underwear and towels in the dryer. Everything <laughs> else gets gets hung up, you know, hang dry cuz that's how you don't you keep it from from shrinking. So yeah, I, I like uh, I like doing the laundry because I have I'm very particular about it. So you're good. At, you're uh, pr- you're particular and you're good. You're efficient. You know, some people I think are are particular and then they have some odd thing where it's like you're not good at this thing. <laughs> yeah. You just have really really intense needs. But I think it's you know we've been on the road. We've been in you know we've been in how many countless different laundromats in <laughs> every city across the country and the world. Yep. It's like you can't you, you get efficient. You know. Yeah, you figure out figure out the flow. You figure out what you want. Um, but yeah, we're doing laundry. We're uh, we're chilling in Minnesota. Um, Neil, I will say something about spring. Just a heads oh, up. Okay. Oh. Now, um, because the world is all about lawns and all mm. about keeping things short and cut and trimmed. Mm. There's not big bushes. Bees and butterflies sometimes they hibernate or they stay or they put their nests sometimes under leaves in the grass so just wait until the you see some some uh, some plant life 
blossoming up before you go rake, okay? Because you don't want to rake up any of those nests, okay? So just be careful. Oh, a little uh, little tip right there. That's right. We want to we want to make sure our uh, critters and the little furry friends and stuff like that, uh, you know, don't have their homes displaced. So I mean, this go. is mainly for people that experience snow. You know, if uh-huh. you're if you're if you're hanging in South Cali, I mean, you've had grass <laughs> the whole time, so. <laughs> Yeah, You're that's good. right. That's right. Um, well, good times. We uh, we're excited uh, for another episode of Banter Buddies, and uh, the you bantering know, has only begun. Oh, we're just getting cooking here. We banter a lot. We did a Facebook Live the other day um, from my kitchen that you guys can uh, check out on Facebook. So you know, we, we, it's not just this this podcast. We have been uh, getting together on some some calls to, to talk, um, some live videos to talk, some. Uh, a little bit, maybe some interviews. You know, we got the album coming out soon, so we're doing some more, uh, doing some press things, doing some podcast things that are not our own show. So that's been fun. We've been able to talk a lot. It's been, it's been, uh, it's been cool. It's, 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 it's a fun time because we can talk about the album and we get to chat about other things. People ask us questions instead. Of Neil, just do you being think longtime listeners are gonna are gonna see us wearing down over time? Like, oh man, these guys thought they could banter, but ten episodes in, they uh. don't have the heat. They don't. They don't have what it takes to go the distance, or you think they're going to be like, "Wow, these guys are—they got a lot of hot air going on." Yeah, I, I wonder about that because I feel like we're getting better as we continue to do this. So hopefully, you know, hopefully we're continuing, uh, you know, upwards and uh, not really showing signs of slowing down. I'd like to think we're getting better at this as we uh, kind of round into form here. I mean, we're only on episode ten. I mean, that is a lot. That is notable. But in the grand scheme, scheme of things, we we hope that, you know, in no time we're up to episode 100. You know, we're going to keep going on this. It'll take a while with our every other week uh, release schedule. But, you know, we're we're in this, you know, unless something uh, bad happens or unless uh, someone pays us not to do this. What does uh, that mean? Something bad happens? uh, I mean, like in case uh, like our our computers both explode at the same time. Neil, yeah, yeah, I had yeah. a dream about that. I've heard that. of it. Yeah, I've heard of I've heard of something like that happening. So, you know, just something we can't foresee, you know. It's because of Zoom. Zoom does it. Yeah, Zoom's a ticking time bomb in all of our computers. And uh, at one time and one day, they're all just going to go boom. Boom, boom. And boom. then I think it will be, do you think if we give a mess up episode, right, and so it doesn't exist, Mm-hmm. Do you think that's going to throw us, or we will persevere and we'll be like, "Nah, we'll we'll keep it going. We'll make we'll just re- yeah, we'll just re-record it. We'll just we'll just keep going. We have to we have to give the people the show every other we'll week. We'll re-record whether... it verbatim too. That's right. We'll we'll, keep, we'll uh, you know we'll, we'll transcribe it somehow and then read it all back, and uh, we'll be off and running again. So don't worry, folks. We will not be deterred no matter what. Um, you know, crazy situation happens out there. We're gonna we're gonna keep giving you this podcast that dozens of you listen to. Oh, um, dozens. Neil, let's get into the question of the week. Ooh. Celebrity, celebrity. The oh. voicemail. The cuckoo voicemail. Oh, it's time. We are here in cuckoo voicemail. And yes, uh, the question of the week was, uh, what is your most memorable in-person encounter with a celebrity? We wanted to hear some stories about when you met a celebrity, when you saw one across the street. Uh, or something like that. So we got some good calls, but before we get to them, we got to talk about our experiences 
with uh, celebrity encounters. A celebrity and, uh, is, yeah. that term is subjective. It's loose that's and right. fast, you know? Yeah, really could be anybody. I mean, um, you know, maybe you, you consider your uh, your grandpa a, a celebrity, or maybe you uh, maybe you really like uh, that that uh, that very cute puppy across the street, and to you, that dog is a celebrity. So, uh, yeah, you know. does adoration does adoration equate to celebration, which means the celebrity factor? You know, I think so. I didn't really look up the definition of celebrity for this it's podcast. All in the eye of the beholder. That's right. That's right. But, you know, I think uh, a lot of people and, uh, you know, kind of us, we generally think of it as just, you know, well-known, uh, well-known people from the world of entertainment. You know, it's generally an entertainment thing, you know, uh, movies, TV shows, sports, that kind of stuff. Um, so that's generally where we're going to keep things here today. And we'll see what our callers do with it. You know, we'll see. Maybe they'll take it in some different directions. But that's what I'm expecting. But we, let's tell a few stories here that we have briefly before we uh, get to our callers. And uh, I'll get us started off with... Yeah, Neil. Um, Neil, take it away. Yeah, yeah. Well, once upon a time, Brian and I uh, traveled to London, England to uh, have a, a semester uh, in London together. We were uh, juniors in in college. Uh, the year was, uh, what, 2006, 2007? Yeah, right something in, in, right there, in that something time. In yeah, I think it was it was right at the end of 2006, if I remember right. And um, yeah, we had about three months or so that we were we were in uh, in England, and I uh, I took up uh, a little internship at a music venue, a small music venue, uh, about 300 capacity, 250 capacity. It was called the Luminaire, and uh, it was up uh, kind of uh, I forget the actually the neighborhood it was in. It was up in North London somewhere. And uh, and uh, it was a great time, and um, I had a great uh, mentor out there, a wonderful Scottish gentleman out there who really kind of showed me the ropes and helped me understand uh, kind of the touring industry and working at a venue where there's a different show coming in every day. And uh, one day he, uh, he approached me before the show started, and he let me know that uh, celebrity Natalie Portman would be, uh, would be attending that evening's gig. It was an Omaha-based band called Tilly and the Wall. Uh, most known for uh, Isn't having a clogger or something. Yeah, they had tap dancers instead of uh, drummers. Instead drummers. of drummers, yeah. So I think they had two people, yeah, who were either tap dancing or clogging. But it was like a mic'd up floor, so you could really hear it kind of booming. Now and this that, is not a big venue. I'm trying to try, no, no. Th- I went. This is like a 50 person venue. What yeah, I, I think it's like 250 or 300, but really, really small. I would say maybe 250 or 200 actually. Uh, pretty tiny, but. Um, you know, it was really tiny, and and so hey, he let me know Natalie Portman was on the guest list. I think she was in town shooting V for Vendetta, um, but yeah, she'd be coming to the show, and I was working the door, and um, and uh, she arrived and with a friend, and she got him checked in and everything, and. Uh, at that point, uh, the, the venue uh, being very small, the stage wasn't very high, and uh, she's a short person, so she couldn't see. So I let her know that, hey, uh, there was a different area, uh, kind of side stage. There was like a little DJ booth directly on the side of the stage, and I could uh, take her there so she'd get a better look at the show. And they agreed, so we went over there, went backstage, and walked her into this room, and then the three of us just kind of hung out there for a little while, and and uh, watched more of the show and, uh, you know, chatted just a little bit. But really, it was just us, you know, watching the band. And uh, it was really fun. And uh, her and her friend were pretty nice. And uh, that was that. I, and then the show was over. I went back in there and said, hey, do you need me to, like, you know, get you out of here without being seen or anything? She kind of had, like, a hoodie on. And she's like, nope, no big deal. We're good. And they just left. So that was it. That was my encounter with uh, Natalie Portman. It was really fun. And uh, 
and uh, still enjoy uh, the the acting abilities of Natalie Portman to this day. And uh, that was Portman. That was a fun one. Came back to and told you guys the story because I didn't know that was going to happen when I left for the day. <laughs> right? It wasn't like it wasn't like I'm on, circled on the calendar. It's kind of something yeah, that just happened. Text. So, yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, we had no idea. So that was a fun one. Uh, that's, that's that's a, so cool. That's a celebrity well, something one. Something I gotta say about that. I remember like you and I were going over to London. We're gonna be there for a semester, and you were like, "I'm gonna learn and like take every opportunity possible." You and I did see a ton of shows. We saw we did, yeah, we did, yeah, we did. I saw a lot of shows at that venue, but I don't know. You just email people to get internships. That venue was up for venue of the year in mm. all of the UK, and it won. Right? Yeah, 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 it did. It was uh, in one year. Wasn't it only ex- in existence for one year? A couple years, maybe. Yeah, not years, long yeah. though. Yeah, we were in and out, but uh, fantastic place. Really good memories there, and yeah, we really made the made the most of that semester. Um, yeah, well, good t- job. Yeah, I went and saw every musical ever imagined. <laughs> That's right. And- yeah. And on my like student ticket thing, and you went and worked at a venue. So that was there. Ball. We go. That's what we do. All right. What's your what's your celeb? What's okay. your most memorable Neil. celebrity encounter, Brian? All right. Gl- grew up East Bloomington in the shadow of the Mall of America. <laughs> in, in the, the first like ugh, first ten years, first five years of the mall, first two years of the mall, the mall was hot. Celebrities all over the place are visiting. You know what I mean? It's Camp yeah. Snoopy. It's Planet Hollywood. It's got all the stuff. And um, Aerosmith is there. The president <laughs> is visiting everybody. But um, okay, you remember she has since passed. But our uh, our godmother of cuckoo kangaroo, Susie Ordahl, of course, right? of course, okay. great photographer. Um, uh, she has passed in the past couple of years. But her sister, and we'll never forget her. Her sister is the P or was the PR person basically for the mall. Huge job, insane job. Like I would never want that ever, you know? Wow. Like all kinds of moving pieces, especially in the first 10 years is insane. So anyways, the Olsen twins, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen were doing billboard dad and they were doing the movie premiere, which I'm trying to think you worked at the mall. So like you knew it better was the, the movie theater was like on the fourth floor. Right. And then, yeah, Still is it is. Planet Hollywood? Is that the name of that restaurant? That yeah, was Planet like, Hollywood used to be yep. up there. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, we watched the movie. We got a free VHS of Billboard Dad. And then wow. um, and then they walked through Planet Hollywood while we like ate our brunch and we like saw them and waved at them. I I look back and I'm like, I feel bad for them. They were they were <laughs> they were twelve and they were just getting like shoved around places like hey these adults want to like look at you so weird so wow weird. so you were at the restaurant and then they were just like walking around almost like almost like at a wedding or something like <laughs> a like meet and gr- greet thing. greeting yeah, every yeah, yeah. table or something it, it was it was a it was a wonderful experience you know it's cool like it's cool when you're a kid and you get like a vip yeah. experience or thing like that it's really cool we watched we watched billboard dead a lot and uh, I think in there, like, one of the people is a sculptor and, like, can't ever sell their sculptor. And I think I remember I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to be a sculptor. Okay, that sounds really hard, you know? So, right. you know, <laughs> learning life lessons. But now, you know, the Olsen twins, they're off doing their thing. And their oh, younger yeah. sister's rocking it in the Marvel Universe. So that's, right. that's what She's... I got. That's my celebrity encounter. I didn't, nice. I didn't say, hey, like you said, what's up to, you know, Portman, but... Um, that's what I got. The twins. The twins. Nice. There you go. My other really quick one is I got to hang out at Chris Kirkpatrick of NSYNC's house 
in Orlando, Florida uh, in 2008. Uh, I was uh, doing merch Wait, for, for real? Bands. Uh, yeah, it was great. I was doing merch for a band called Spill Canvas, and they were uh, supporting uh, Yellow Card out on the road, and I was doing merch. And uh, we did a show at the House of Blues in Orlando right there at uh, Disney Springs. And uh, I guess Chris, you know, Yellow Card's from Orlando as well, so I guess Chris Kirkpatrick knows, knows the Yellow Card people or something like that. And he invited us, the whole tour, back to his house after the show. And uh, a bunch of us took him up on that, and we went and hung out. And he has a very nice home, uh, right kind of on the lake. So you could, like, walk out in, like, this big, like, kind of patio situation. And um, so fun. We had a great time. And he has a very nice house. And he showed us around. And we saw, like, his, like, trophy room. And he has, like, I remember seeing his, like, uh, uh, Kids' Choice Awards or whatever it is where they have, like, a surfboard. Like, the surfboard is the, is oh, the award a, and stuff. it's a full surfboard. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember if that's Kids' Choice or if that's uh, – there's, like, some, like, teen awards or something like that that they do that for. But he had all that stuff, and he had, like, blown up, you know, you know, co- you know, uh, magazine covers and the whole Platinum record stuff. But he was just a chill dude, and I didn't get to talk to him much, but we all were just kind of hanging out in his basement, you know, a little post-party, chill t- post-show chill time. And so that's the other encounter that I had that was really funny. I actually got to go to his house in Orlando. So that, that was another one that came to mind. That's so cool just to know he's just a, a chill guy. That's now, right. he's the soprano in the band, right? Not the soprano, but he's the high tenor, right? He hits I that wonder. high stuff. You would know that more than me. I'm not, or is that I have Lance? A hard time. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I know Fatone's sure. the bass. Okay, cool. Going down yeah. low. I know. Yeah, what's his JC. name? JT's J- the tenor. Yeah. Chazé's the what, middle. Yep, and I then think, Lance. I think, I, think Lance, I think Lance. I think Chris is the, if I remember, I think Chris is the high tenor. He yeah. hit that high stuff. Potentially so. All right, cool. Any other Wait, ones I, you want to shout I got, out? Uh, I got one more quickie. Can right, we do a little, what's this one? A little one? Okay. Of, course, of course. I just want to talk about how odd. Okay. So you and I, when we were in London, we went and saw Sufjan Stevens a bunch of times. Was oh, that yeah, on twice. the Illinois tour? Yeah, I think it was for the Avalanche thing that came out afterwards. That's right. That's right. The like extras. Like he had so yes. many extra songs from Come Feel the Illinois that he made a second album that was better than everybody else's best album. But he was still playing a lot of the Illinois stuff. But St. Vincent was his, uh, she took over for My Brightest Diamond, who was out on her tour, but St. Vincent was like the backup lead, even even in the band, you know, playing and on the parts. She played in his band, harmonies. yeah, because yeah, she and was in- she uh, opened, right? Uh, this is funny, both years, in, uh, you know, the, the, the St. Vincent of it all is 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 here. But yeah, she, she opened the show and she was in Polyphonic Spree. I think that was the, the other thing she was known for. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she had that like egg album out. So, anyways, we were we got we were huge into her. Yes, we were big. You're even bigger. Like we're just like it's her name's Annie Clark, right? She's from Texas. That's right. Yeah, she's yeah. doing SNL. Oh my god, SNL. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's all coming around here. Wow. But anyways, uh, we were playing. We were open for the Real Big Fish Aquabats tour at Irving Plaza in New York, and we're loading out. Right, we're just first down. We're loading out. She walks by me. I think it was in Brooklyn. I don't know where it is. <laughs> She yeah, walks by me Manhattan, as I'm loading yeah. out, and I'm like, that is St. Vincent. <laughs> and I ran up two flights of stairs. I didn't, like, talk to her or stop her or say anything. Like, why would you do that? It's, like, nighttime. Like, she's probably wearing a hood and stuff like that. And I ran up to, like, tell you to, like, come down to, like, the van. I don't even know why. I'll just bring it up because it's, like, I can celebrity it, like, does something to you. You know? It, like, yeah. Makes it's, like, so notable. Do... Like, you can almost tell anybody that you saw that, and everyone would be like, oh, cool, right? Like, I think, I think it's like that. Yeah. It's like, but I ran, I, it made no sense. I didn't say anything. I didn't, I didn't do any, like, talking, but I ran upstairs to get you to come downstairs. But why? She walked past <laughs> me. She would have been, like, 10 blocks away by then. Like, like, let's chase her. 
I think I like <laughs> no, yeah, that's so creepy. Yeah, I remember like yelling like I came upstairs into Big Vinny. I was like Neil. I was like Neil. Yeah. Like, Why? What? what? Right yeah. Here. What's going on? Anyways, you saw her. Yeah. So sometimes you see a celebrity, if, you know, just walk by and you don't get to meet them, but you just like that was him or that was her, and so like that's really fun too. It's just like just the sighting of them, especially like in the wild. They just like walk in, they're just like at the store or something like that, like. That's cool to be like, hey, yeah, it wasn't even like a VIP thing. It was just like, I saw you in the wild. But I will never go up and talk to anybody. <laughs> I will never bother do somebody. That. Oh, I'm yeah. going to go up and get a picture. I'm going to do it. I was like, no, no, yeah. no, no. no. I will yeah. stay as far away as possible. I'll probably leave on purpose if somebody <laughs> famous is there, just because everybody's energy changes so much. Yeah, yeah totally. You gotta, Everybody's you gotta like, be... ooh, this, this person's here. And I'm like, I'm out. Peace. You gotta be careful Bye. of that stuff for sure. But yeah, that's uh, that's a fun one. But uh, yeah, we'll see what these callers have to say. Maybe one of them met St. Vincent as well. You maybe think we'll, so? We'll find, I don't know. I don't know. Same, maybe. Maybe That'd so. Be awesome. Um, well, we had a, we had a, we had another good list. We got a big list of callers. That's right. We have a number of them. Thank you to everyone who, who called in. We uh, think we put all of them that were on here in here. So uh, well, we had a couple people call in that said they met us. That is uh, very sweet of you. But uh, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> give us some dish. You know, let's yeah. talk about dish you met some real Paul celebs. Simon or something. You met Joni Mitchell. Come on, let's go. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, maybe the first one here will uh, will be Paul Simon. Uh, let's listen. Let's see. Hi, Brian and Neil. This is Lucy calling from Madison, Wisconsin, and we are big fans of your show. I'm calling about a random celebrity encounter that happened when I was in college in the early aughts. I was attending the University of Toronto, so another Canadian fan out here, and I had just gone for a swim at the student center called Hard House on campus. As I was leaving the student center, Someone approached me, two people approached me, and one of them looked like a cardboard cutout of a very famous individual. And he came up to us and asked where a book reading was about to happen. I said, I had no idea. And he said, well, do you know where Hardhouse is? And I pointed to the building I had just left. Well, I said that he looked just like a cardboard cutout of someone really famous, and when he spoke, I knew immediately that it was Bruce Willis, who just happened to be in Toronto with his band, and I guess he wanted to go to a book reading at the student center. So that is my celebrity encounter. Very random, but also kind of cool. Um, we love you guys, and can't wait to hear the show. Bye. Oh, <laughs> Lucy, that's so cool. Oh, very cool. We got Bruce. Oh, Bruce Willis. Right off the bat. Calling from Madison, Wisconsin. And his band, so. Bruce Willis's band, you guys. Uh He's a he's a he's a guitarist, right? He's like a singer and a guitarist. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, him, Kevin Bacon, um, and uh, Russell Crowe all have like bands, you know. Nice. Just, like, they're like yeah. we're famous. We're gonna be in rock bands now. So yeah, they're just like the, those guys. Are just like yeah, let's keep this going. Let's do some let's do some music. Yeah, it looks oh. like I'm on his Wikipedia. It looks like he put out a record in 1987 and 1989, huh? I want to uh, go. Thanks for calling, Lucy. I want to go to the University of Toronto. That sounds yeah. We more love fun Toronto. than Winona, Minnesota. Yeah, uh, but that's cool. Lucy got to like not only just like have that little meeting, but then like also like help out. She got to sort of assist uh, 
Bruce Willis, and that makes a lot of sense to me because you know, you know, we've um, we've we've played some colleges, we've we've uh, you know been around campuses and things like that, and it gets confusing. It gets hard to kind of know where things are, especially like once the roads end and it's all just like pedestrian paths and stuff like that, and some of the buildings are like connected to each other, and it's like, oh, where's the parking lot for this specific building? So that is really the best way to go when you're on a campus like that. Sometimes just ask somebody because all these yeah. students walking around, they, they know they know what's up. Can- like college campus i'm just trying to think right now why are they so confusing is it because they like build two buildings and they're like hey we're given some more money let's randomly build some random more buildings yeah i guess and i think they're maybe just betting on the fact that it's like yeah it's a little bit confusing but most of the people here all day long will figure it out so there's not that many like visitors that really come around to campus too much you know so you know, it's, it doesn't need to be easily, you know, figured out by just anybody, I think, because they're just like, oh, yeah, most people here either go to school here or work here or whatever. So, yeah, you, you know, what's up. Yeah, you figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but, yeah, that's a big one. Bruce Willis kicking Bruce it off. I don't know. That's, oh. I feel like that one might be hard to beat as far as, like, uh, notoriety and just, like, you know, sort of, you know, that's, I don't know. I don't know how you know if someone's like a, you know, what class of star there. Is, is Bruce Willis an A-list star? I would say he's maybe like an A slash B. Right. Uh, oh, obviously, he's been Neil, in some. Bruce. He's been in some. He's been in some enormous movies, but it's 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 been a minute, right? Like, what was the last like big movie he's been in? Right. Like, I feel Die like Hard been... Nine. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Neil. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, he's way up. Should we there, give so. every celebrity a, a, a yes. rating? <laughs> let's say the rating. Yeah, let's say the rating on him. Um, yeah, I like. That. I did Bruce watch Willis. the Bruce Willis Comedy Central roast. Oh, and um, and they they roasted him well, and he he. He volunteered himself. Nice, and, always, uh, always the best. He's got a. You could tell he was digging it. He was liking it. He's got a good oh, sense yeah. of humor. It made me like him even more. So right. yeah, that's good. Okay, one thing before we go. Okay, Lucy said college in the early aughts. Mm-hmm, and I've mm-hmm. only seen that written. I haven't ever heard it said before, and I kind of like it. Yeah, uh, I think it's like A U G H T S. I think is how it's supposed to be. Yeah, yep. That's I like how it. Uh, it was transcribed too. So. There we go. Thanks, All Lucy. Right. We what's have, up, Wisco? Uh, what's up, Wisconsin? We have um, uh, two callers here back-to-back. Uh, let's listen to these next two. Hey, guys. It's Ashley from Reno, Nevada. Um, first off, I'm a little disappointed in myself. I didn't call last week about Tahoe Tessie, who is like Nessie, but in Lake Tahoe. But anyways, so I have a memorable encounter with a celebrity. So there's a local celebrity. So I was at the gas station probably 15 years ago, um, filling up my tank, and uh, I see our local weatherman drive by. I'm like, whoa, there's a guy from the news, like, really cool. Um, I was a teenager at the time, and then he almost hits me with his car. (laughs) And so that was an extremely memorable um, event for me. Um, and I refuse to watch that weather channel. He's still on the news now. <laughs> um, so I get my local weather from a different person. Um, very memorable. Thanks, guys. Hi, Kisses Kangaroo. My name is Annabella, and I'm from Greensburg, Pennsylvania. But I've never seen a celebrity in person, but I was a news person who came to my school, and it was Cam Tran. And she taught us all about the weather. Okay, bye. All right, there we go. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Annabella. Hey, Annabella did the long goodbye. That's 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 key. 
Bye. Much appreciated. That's how you know a real fan of the show right there. Uh, okay. Hey, Ashley, you didn't call in last week about, um, you know, mythical creatures, but you snuck it in here. You got Tahoe Tessie. I'm going to check Tahoe it out. Tahoe Tessie, hiding out in Lake Tahoe. Apparently there's a beast in there. Neil, we so, just, uh, you know, in the beginning of 2020, in January, we did a little West Coast tour, played our first time ever in Reno, Nevada. Ashley, right. I hope you were there. Jub we Jeb's Thirst Parlor. Time. Yeah. One of the best uh, venue names you can find right there. That's great. Um, I, I, it uh, it made so many more people come to the kids' show there. It was great. That's right. Jub Jub. Uh, but yes, here we're talking about local celebrities, okay? That is, that's fair game, okay? Listen, this isn't Bruce Willis out here, but... You know, we all have local celebrities as well, mostly local news anchors or, you know, other other people who just kind of work in one market. You know, they're just kind of known in your local city or your region. That works, too. And, uh, you know, I think I think uh, th- this works. You know, I think it's you see them on TV every day just because it's local TV doesn't mean uh, doesn't mean they're any less it's special probably or more anything. impactful. You know, totally I mean? more yeah. in your brain. Oh, yeah, I'm. I just want to say, Ashley, that I am standing by you in solidarity because um, if somebody like that would have almost hit me or cut me off, I would definitely protest their show just <laughs> like you do. I just want to say cheers. Good job. Um, I'm always like, I mean, we are on the Z list of people know us from like elementary schools and stuff like that. But still, it's like, hey, you got to watch out, you know, because like. What if I cut somebody off in traffic and they're like, I'm never going to watch your YouTube videos again. That's right. I know who that was. I know who that was. Mm. I see that ginger hair. That's but, right. Uh, you you got to watch out. You know, come on. You're the local weather guy. Let's go. Yeah, I could be more careful uh, driving around town there. And then Annabella there. Yeah, that's cool that the that the news person came to her school. That's, that's very cool. T- talk to the kids and uh, talking about the weather. You know, that's uh, that's always good. A little science lesson there, maybe. You know, we have to talk about the weather all the time because everybody asks us how we make our green screen videos, our dance-along videos. And, uh, you know, the best way to describe that is to talk about your local weather person and how they stand in front of a big green screen. And then they just fill in the map afterwards in, uh, in uh, you know, editing. So, um, so, so weather people, you know, we're, we're kind of the same as them. We're, they're pointing uh, at things, and uh, they're very smart about uh, science and uh, the climate and stuff like that. And we just uh, flail around and dance. So we're, we're, we're like the same thing, right? It's, it's whatever. It's, uh, you know, potato, potato there. Neil, I'm trying to think, um, when did you move to Minnesota? You were uh, like 96. Grade? I was in fourth grade, yeah. Okay, so... Y- who do you recognize as your I know I know your mom is uh she's gonna she's gonna be mad at me for this. She, she likes Belinda. I think she likes Belinda from Belinda. Care. I think uh, I think that's a Care Care Eleven situation here in the Twin Cities. I'm trying to think Affiliates. I know then I know I yep. had a Paul Douglas book growing up where I really learned a lot about clouds. That was cool. Yeah, I was always gravitating to like the sports people, um, you know, some 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 of those. Uh, I'm trying to think of the individual who just left WCCO. Um, Sven. Um, I'm, uh, no, the sports guy though, kind of a uh, uh, Mark Rosen is the oh, guy. Oh yeah, Rosen, Rosie. Yeah, Rosie. If I saw him, that would be cool. I kind of see these people a little bit more now that I cover the links and stuff like that. I see some, see some, uh, you know, some sports uh, anchors and that kind of thing. And then Don Shelby, who is like a lot older, he's since retired, I think. Um, I think he's still alive, but uh, he was the other one that was like, oh yeah, he's this totally guy's like, alive. This guy's like a, this guy's like a, this guy's, <laughs> totally like, a, this guy's like a, this guy's like a legend. 
He's a very good dresser. That's what Don. That's what I know about Don Shelby. Don Shelby. Yeah. So those These are, people those are in are your few. lives. I get it. Yeah. And then somebody. Oh man, I'm still. I'm Ashley. I'm coming back to it again. Somebody almost hits you. They don't even say sorry. Oh. oh, oh. Yeah. Never again, not in my house. <laughs> One hundred years later. Nice. Spite. Spite. Spite drives me. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, totally. Annabella, Ashley. Thanks for calling in. Y'all are cool. What we got next, Neil? Hi, Cuckoo Kangaroo. My name is Evan, and I'm calling from Springfield, Illinois, to share my celebrity encounter with you. Well, it's not really my celebrity encounter. It's more of my friend's celebrity encounter. So one of my favorite bands was playing in St. Louis in around October 2019. And I was very excited, so I messaged my friend Trevor, and I was like, hey, do you want to go to the show? I'll pay for everything. But the catch is I'm not going to tell you who we're seeing. Trevor, being a really great person to uh, put up with my shenanigans, agreed to it. And soon enough, the date came around. I picked him up on a Tuesday afternoon, and we drove to St. Louis. When we got there, I not only revealed that we were at the show, but I had got us VIP meet and greets beforehand to a band he's never heard of. We ended up having a really great time. Because um, how can't you have a good time when you're at a Cuckoo Kangaroo show? Yeah, I brought Trevor to a kid's show, and he had no idea what to expect, but ended up having a great time. I'm happy to send a video of me revealing it to him where he is, and also along with our VIP photo meet and greet. Thanks. Have a good one. There it oh. is. Okay. We, uh, it happened, Brian. I think oh, you were kind of- Oh, that was us. We didn't cut them all out. You, Evan, you're in. You were alluding to this, but yeah, someone called in and we were the celebrity that they met, but I like how this one had like a little story to go with it. Evan's a good storyteller here. He, uh, you know, he didn't, he didn't uh, reveal it right away. He kind of, you know, he just kind of teased it out there a little bit and then waited, waited to drop uh, who it was. So I appreciate the storytelling uh, chops there from Evan. Just, just, this just goes to show that we don't, we don't screen our calls, you guys. You guys, <laughs> anybody can get in. Anybody, we, we, uh, we glance, we do a, we do a quick a quick little listen, you know. Yeah. That's good. Evan, well, first of all, now this is even better because Evan holds to our golden rule of like we're not just a we're not just a kids band, right? We can be a kids band if that's what you want us to be, you know. Yes. We can be a kids band for you, no problem. But like we don't have to be, too. It's like when we were on the Yo Gabba Gabba tour and there were like a a group of teenagers hanging in the back, you know what I mean? They're they weren't they were just there cuz they were like I love colors and like super weird catchy songs they probably like worked at camps or like you know maybe like volunteered at schools and stuff like that and that's just their vibe and i don't know i love it thanks evan that's so cool that you came to our show it's awesome. yeah i also appreciate when people bring friends and don't tell them what they're getting into because it's kind of hard to describe what we do sometimes and, and like he said maybe maybe his friend would have been scared off if he would have said oh we're going to a kid's show or whatever but instead he just let him experience it and then let him kind of judge for himself. So I really like that. That's a good tip for anybody who's trying to bring friends to the show or whatever. Just don't even tell them what's going on beforehand. And then bring them in there, and uh, hopefully they will be properly surprised. And hopefully they like it and they don't hate it. But uh, It might freak them out a little bit when there's like, why are there 100 <laughs> families walking into this club? <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. It is uh, usually at a, you know, it's at a club that you'd see like a standard rock band, but like the time yeah. is just way earlier. So you're yeah. like, hey, what's going on? Is this like a bluegrass band? What's happening? <laughs> totally. But yeah, thanks, Evan, for thinking we're celebrities. Uh, you know, we'll we'll take it, even though you know it's kind of weird to be considered that. But we understand where you're coming from. We don't want to, you know, shut you down on that one. So you know, we're just normal people too. But uh, hey, everyone uh, looks at other people as celebrities. Like I was saying, sometimes uh, anybody can be really be a celebrity, depending on who you are. So that's all right. 
Say what's up to Trevor. <laughs> All right, next caller. Hey, Brian and Neil. This is Michelle from On Prospect, Illinois. I've been waiting to call in, and as you would say, this is my jam. So I am a boy band enthusiast, and you mentioned Backstreet Boys in the last episode. And a long time ago when they first started out and they came to Chicago, I was thinking, hmm, where would five young boys want to go in Chicago? And I figured Nike Town. So we stayed in the lobby at Nike Town and waited, and all five boys came through. And they got their autographs, got photos, and that led to us kind of following the boys around the United States on their tours. And it ended up with us being able to collect gifts on stage for them, and we were announced as the Black Backstreet Boys friends. So that was pretty cool. And then moving on to my favorite boy band, NSYNC. Same thing, we started early on with them. They did a bash in Chicago. They were the opener. We left right after they opened. We followed their white van. And sure enough, looked over, and Joey is pointing and saying, go, go, go. And JC had his arms out, and he's saying, airport, airport. So we followed them to the airport. We were the only fans there. We got to hang out with them, got photos. And that led us to following NSYNC around the country for years to come. And they ended up knowing us, saying hi to us in all the states, giving us backstage passes, um, went to a lot of events they were at. And then recently we went and saw the star on the Walk of Fame, and Joey said to us, I can't believe you guys are still at this. I thought you two would hit each other by now when he saw my best friend and I still together, still stalking in sync. And also Lance said, oh, my gosh, you guys were there from the very beginning. I remember y'all. And that was pretty cool. So chasing boy bands has kind of become part of my adult and childhood life. All right. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, Michelle, great way to end it. Great. Oh, way. yes. Great, great ending. Uh, you know, nice beginning there, too. She, she meant she brought, worked in the This Is My Jam, Cuckoo Kangaroo reference to the beginning and then wrapped it all up with the bye, bye, bye. That is, uh, that is, uh, that's nice. That's going to be hard to beat right there. <laughs> we talked about Backstreet Boys in the time bef- last episode. I don't remember what we said. I don't, I, mean, uh, I, I don't, I mean, it's not, I'm not surprised by that. You know, we were maybe, I don't even know what we were talking about, but it doesn't surprise me that we would bring them up at a show. I talk and about boy bands about all it. the time, so yeah. no doubt. Yeah, it's, it's, it's whatever. And then, uh, and then, yeah, we had uh, Mr. Nick Carter uh, tweet about us uh, and uh, post an Instagram about us this week. So it's, uh, it's Backstreet Boys week here on, uh, on Banter Buddies, and uh, that's why, Michelle had to call in with this uh, fantastic story, and wow, that's dedication right there. I mean, she, you know, she was, and it's interesting to hear that she liked both. I mean, usually there's some pretty intense allegiances one way or the other there for uh, BSB or uh, Sync. So, uh, so she did say Sync was her favorite, though, so she is choosing sides. But, you know, it all got started with Backstreet Boys and, and following them to Nike Town in Chicago, which I think is funny. That was a good guess right there. They no, want to go hit smart. them. smart. Michelle, yeah. she's uh, Could have gone anywhere, right? In Michigan Avenue, right downtown Chicago. Could be anywhere, and you pick right. She's a, you know... She's a philosopher of people. She's she's a thinker, you know. She's <laughs> yeah. uh, she's like, where would they go? And right, she she they rolled the dice. They took a gamble. That's so cool. Yeah, she put now, herself in their shoes. Where would I go? Yeah. Okay, now here's what I know. Here's what I know about Michelle, right, and her friend is that they're dedicated. They love the experience, but they're not too much, right? If yeah. you have if you have somebody at the Walk of Fame, right, 
way, way later. And Lance is being like, whoa, you guys are still in it? That's so cool. You guys are friends. Like, the acknowledging that they know you and saying what's up after all this time. Like, you just, like, you're around, but you give them their space. You say what's up, but not too much, right? Wow. Michelle, good job on the balancing act of keeping it going with the friendship with the boy bands for so long. Yeah, that's key. That's uh, that's very important because it can very easily kind of tip into annoying or sort of like over overwhelming, overbearing, all that stuff. So you know you got to keep your distance. It's okay to be enthusiastic, follow bands around. That's that's cool, right? That's that's just showing your dedication, your passion. But as long as you can still be kind of a normal person, have normal conversation, don't get in the way when you see someone's like working or like trying to do something else, then it's all oh. good. So yeah, it's a, it's a fine yeah. line. Yeah, sounds oh, like Oh, and especially that they go on stage and like collect all the stuff gets thrown on the stage that they don't, like, trip is when they dance. Amazing. That is so cool. Yeah, the stories of the stuff they probably found. That was uh, <laughs> that, I'm surprised that's... I'm surprised they didn't like hop on the road and be like, "Hey, do you want to like help hang lights or something like that?" You know what I mean? Right, your yeah. union card or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll pay you minimum wage and you get to see the show side stage every night. <laughs> that's like that. awesome. That's awesome. I was trying to like wait, so what does that mean? So um, I, NSYNC was the opener at what? Yeah, I think you said it was like a festival or something like that. So it was like a maybe it was like a radio show or something like that. Or oh, like I see, they, and they, they bounced right they away because they were just headed to the airport. Yeah, they were, they were blowing up. Yeah, it must have been early. It was kind of early on, so maybe it was before they were doing their own own arenas and stuff like that. I was telling Neil this week, Neil. I was I was telling you about how in uh, my sophomore year of of high school, I put together. Um, five other guys in choir, and we sang the one. <laughs> I like paid money to have um, uh, one of the people that I know, Anita Krakauer, like uh, she she arranged it, and she like because I bought like the what's uh you know the Hal Leonard, you know you could get like Hal Leonard yeah, arrangement, the sheet music, piano yeah. music or stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, and Anita, I think Anita probably did it for free. I didn't mean to say I pay her. But um, she like looked at it. And she's like, boy bands would never sing these harmonies. This is like, this is like, no, this is wrong. This is wrong. She was like, this is like Aaron Copeland or something like that. These are the Backstreet Boys. So she like redid the whole thing. I wow. took it. I was seeing. I was taking voice lessons at the time, and I brought my like guys in, and we like worked on the song together, like the harmonies and stuff like that. And then I went to Michael's and got us all like black and blue different outfits that like matched, but they were all kind of different. Anyways, uh, it was uh, the Backstreet Boys. They, um, both these bands, they mean a ton to me. You know, I just like, I like boy bands. I've I've seen In Sync. Did you see Backstreet Boys? I never, I never saw any of those shows live. Nope. I saw In Sync. Uh, Smash Mouth opened. How? What a weird opener! Amazing, right? amazing. So 1998. But I still right like, um, you know, I'm I love One Direction, and um, you know, I love BTS. I'm I'm here for them all. Yeah, they always put on great shows. Multi-dimensional talents, right there. Very nice. So maybe there'll be some more boy band uh, calls here. Let's thanks, uh, Michelle. Let's see what's next. Hey guys, Travis again from Riverside. Uh, pretty weird when you guys mentioned the celebrities from last week. You uh, kind of quickly mentioned the drummer from Phantom Planet, Jason Schwartzman. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. My wife as well. And we actually had the chance to meet him outside of the exit of Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. I was kind of, uh, I didn't want to actually approach him just because I'm a huge Wes Anderson fan, and he's uh, a big collaborator with Wes Anderson. You might remember him from Rushmore, most notably. But he, we went up to him. He was super nice, super cool. And the other quick one, uh, my cousin, not my cousin, when I was in junior high, uh, a buddy of mine 
invited me to his family's barbecue, and he said, oh, by the way, my cousin is an actress. And so I was like, okay, whatever. We get to the barbecue, and who walks in? Marguerite Monroe, who you might remember better as Connie from the Mighty Ducks. So Connie from the Mighty Ducks was at my friend's birthday party, in River, or barbecue in Riverside, California. It was like 1996. She was like 19. I was 13. She was super goth at the time, which was interesting. So, uh, But she was really nice, too. So Marguerite Monroe and Jason Schwartzman. <clears throat> also, uh, Brian, I remember you mentioning that, I don't know if you're vegetarian or vegan, I forget which one, but I'm a vegan myself and new recipe for you. Roll out some pizza dough, put some diet cheese around the edges, fold it over, marinate some veggie barbecue chicken, and you got yourself a vegan stuffed crust barbecue chicken pizza. Last thing, quick question. What shoes do you guys wear uh, when you guys perform? I know they're spray-painted gold. They look like, they kind of look like, I think, hyperdunks. But I was curious of what shoes you guys wear when you guys perform. It's kind of hard to tell with the, the gold spray paint. Love the podcast. Have a great day, guys. Thanks. Bye. Oh, the reigning champ, Travis. He's uh, I think he's been on more shows than anybody else. I think there's Annabelle. A- Annabelle young Annabelle yeah. from Eau Claire um, or whatever. Uh, I think those two are, are one and two right now. But, uh, man, Travis always brings it. He, he always uh, you know answers Answers our prompt, answers our question, but then also sprinkles in some other goodies for us in there. So, you know, last time he was talking about SNL. You know, he prompted us at our favorite, you know, underrated SNL people and well, stuff like that. He's, so. he's um, uh, he's toying, he's toying with our emotions here, right? He's yeah. talking about Mighty Ducks and he's talking about Haunted Mansion here. Oh. He Who's giving him getting, this information? Who's feeding know. this guy lines? Okay, yeah, I'm starting to get suspicious about what's happening here. This is like a, this is like a, you know, it's the call is coming from inside the house situation here. Um, is it is it a family member of ours? You know, yeah. Who's the leak here? Who's really? Who's really getting this information out there, or maybe Travis just has consumed every interview, every tweet, every bit of information we've ever put out there into the world, and uh, it's all out there if you just dig deep enough, potentially. So, thanks, Travis, for being such a big fan and for always calling in and again proving that uh, all y'all out there listening to this show, even if you've ever called before, you can call again. Travis gets on every single time, and it's not a problem, he's got great stuff. So. Uh, never be afraid to call, even if you've already made it on the show before. Let's talk about the things. Okay, so we saw Jason, said nice. what's up to him afterwards. That's so cool. Haunted Mansion, love it. I mean, um, he did what's up. I mean, you come off a Haunted Mansion, I'm surprised he could notice him, but it's so dark. You're very <laughs> right. terrified from all the yeah. ghosts. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just saw nine, was it 99 or nine? 999, yeah. 999, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Because you're number 1,000. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, he seems like a nice dude. Seems really chill. You know, doesn't seem like a kind of celebrity that'd be uh, too bi- too uh, too cool for school or anything like that. So, yeah, here uh, seems nice that uh, you know you get to see him and uh, love Neil, his work. He and- was in the most recent uh, season of Fargo. Aha! Rocks so, a huge mustache. Out. He is a nemesis, <laughs> nemesis Ooh, yeah. with uh, Chris Rock. So, aha! Nice. Not yeah, a kids show. Not a kids show. <laughs> right. There's lots of violence in that one. Um, but yeah, we had that one, and then we had Connie from the Mar- Mighty Ducks. I didn't catch Ooh. the actual name, uh, Marguerite or whatever. Marguerite. Yeah. Marguerite. Yes. So that's cool. That's uh, that's one of Brian's favorite movies of all time. We got the new the new uh, Mighty Duck show series happening on Disney Plus right and now. She's like so. a part of it or something. Oh, she's cool. Like in it. She's like a nice. cameo. 
There you go. Those are two good ones. Especially, it's like she was just at the party. You know, that's cool. You can maybe hang out and talk. Then it's not just like someone you saw across the street. It's like, oh yeah, we were chilling at the party together. That's always that's now always here. Fun. Yeah, here's the trick. Okay, so you're at a party. You know this person's famous. All right, they know yeah. that you know who they are. Right? <laughs> and so the trick is, is like, how do you talk to this person? And that's my thing. It's like I'll just be like, nope, I will not talk to them. I'm not going to do the dance. But it's like, how do you talk to them? Because if you go up and you're like, hey. And you say something about the Mighty Ducks, guarantee she's shut down. She's out. Peace. You know right, what I mean? She right, doesn't want to talk right, about the Mighty yeah. Ducks 20 years later, like at yeah, a barbecue. She's asked she's about that all the so time. You to, yeah, you got to do something like, you got to be like, I don't know. You got to, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, it's it's tricky, especially with someone like that. It was like, it's not like a superstar person, you know? And so it's like, excuse you know, me? Excuse, excuse me. You know, this is <laughs> if you're like a mega, is- if you're a, if you're a mega star, you just assume everybody knows what you're in, I guess, at, at, at some level. But then, like, people like that, you might be like, do, do they know what uh, I'm not sure what they know, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's very tricky, it's very awkward. Uh, so yeah, I understand that that's that's maybe tough at a party situation. It's uh, it's a dance. It's a delicate mm-hmm. dance. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's really cool. Anyways, uh, we rock hyperdunks, right? Yeah, those are hyperdunks. Good good, uh, good eye. Travis, um, and just Travis. know, you can email us. We will respond. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We've had those for a few years now, so maybe when we get our shows going back, we'll have to uh, we'll have to get some new ones. But yeah, we we always go for high tops, and um, you know, these days we've been going with like basketball shoes, so they're more supportive. And we just get white basketball shoes, whatever that is, and then spray paint them and uh, airbrush them. So that's how we do it. And basketball shoes are wonderful. So yeah, thanks for asking, Travis. Everybody knows. Um, All right, Travis, calling in again. A few more callers here. All right. Hey, this is Kristen DeBoard, and I'm from Wrangell, Alaska. Um, I grew up in North Carolina, and in 2005, I was in high school still. And um, my favorite celebrity was coming and doing an autograph signing at a small little specialty car place and this is like a tiny town in North Carolina it's um Wilkes County so he apparently had bought a car um back before he became famous and then decided told the people that he would come back and do an autograph signing if he ever made it big and so my mom let me skip school and I stood in line with my little sister for six hours to meet Keith Urban um and what was funny about it is so many people missed school that day that they were accepting urbanitis as a like, legitimate reason to be missing school. So anyway, I met Keith Urban. He was like my favorite artist at the time. And he signed a CD of mine and called me Hun. And I just thought that was like the craziest thing. I was convinced we were going to get married. Even the, I mean, he wasn't married to Nicole Kidman at this time. So I just knew I had met my soulmate, and yeah, it was great. All right, Keith Urban in the house, Brian. What's up, Kristen? <laughs> from Alaska. Alaska in the house. Uh, yeah, maybe our first call from Alaska. Maybe there's one other one, but uh, that's cool. Love to hear that. We've never played there. We want to get out there someday soon. Um, to wrangle. I love Keith too. Urban, Neil. We oh talked yeah, about this that's great. This is too. great. Yeah, totally. Keith Urban. And uh, yeah, that's amazing. He came to the little town to sign some autographs and 
That's great. That was so funny. Uh, what was the urbanitis or whatever? Ke- <laughs> yeah, that's so good. They accepted urbanitis. <laughs> that's the best part of the story is that it was such a big deal that the school had to be like, yeah, there's nothing we can do here. It's, it is a big deal. We have to have to let these kids go meet the superstar who's in our little town. So <laughs> six hour line, and she probably oh, wasn't the end. That's oh, dedication. That's huge. Good job, yeah. Keith. That's a lot of. That's that's a long time to say what's up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, but hey, you know he, he. I mean, he knows what's up, Keith. Yeah, he kept his promise. Okay. He said he'd come back if he made it big, I and mean, then he did. So that's cool. He could have just been like, "Nah, I didn't say that," or just like, "Who's who's keeping track?" But uh, he was true to his word. That's that's nice to hear. Okay, there's a one Keith album that I just like. I can listen to front to back like all the time. I don't know what it's called. It's the one that has "Days Go By" on it. But anyways, um, it's got. Uh, it's got the other wedding jam that you probably know, Neil. The slow song. The <laughs> yeah. memories song. Okay, Anyways, okay. Keith's yeah. got it. That guy can play guitar. But yeah, have you I ever seen Keith Urban? School, have, you, like, have you ever seen a show of ahead, Keith Neil, Urban? Though. I was wondering if you've ever seen a show of Keith Urban. I have not. I have not. Um, I remember remember when we played in Nashville one time and somebody's like, hey, what's up? Uh, my brother's friend's sister is Keith Urban's photographer and I was like wow that's pretty, that's, that's pretty cool that's pretty cool yeah yeah that's pretty cool that's nice that's quite yeah. the Nashville flex to come to our little show that was nice that's right yeah you gotta do that that's 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 currency in Nashville right there I'm thinking about high school like crushes that whole like oh I like assumed we're gonna get married and um sorry to air <laughs> out all my sister's uh dirty oh laundry, yeah she's not hers just Whatever. straight up was John Mayer it was John Mayer uh-huh. no doubt Probably, Probably still, still is, is, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's changed. That's uh feels like kind of still the one right there. So yeah, that's cool. Keith. Keith Urban with the hair. Get the long hair. Yeah, I was trying to figure out who he was the other day. I was like, this guy, Keith Urban. I didn't know his name. And you then Oh, you that's right. Him. We were we talking about that's why I we came finally up. sussed like, it out. Who's that guy? He was like a now was he a judge? Uh on the voice or something? I can't remember. But yeah. I why think were you he trying was, to think of him? Uh, I don't really remember. I was we were just talking about like Faith Hill and we were talking about um, uh, t- the shows that she would do with Tim McGraw, right? Like the big, like you know, oh, that's right. We were talking country things. stuff because you were, were going to cover the Faith Hill song. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I think we just got into it that way as like a big guy from that from that era. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a country guy. Yeah, can't help it. All right, let's. Uh, we got one more caller here. This one's a long one, so uh, strap in, you guys. One more caller, and uh, then we'll keep the show going. Let's let's hear. Hey, Cuckoo Kangaroo, this is uh, Connor calling from the hot and sunny city of Duluth, Minnesota. Uh, And I would like to tell you about the time that I went to New York City. Uh, I want to say it was um, summer after my junior year. And this was the height of the Hamilton musical craze. Uh, Me and my, a lot of my friends who I went to New York City with, it was a school trip um, with our, with our at the time, Theater director, shout out Chris Medina. Um, we went to we went to New York, and a lot of us were big into Hamilton. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have a couple uh, extra thousand dollars laying around to buy a ticket. A ticket, but uh, but we took the chance when we were there to walk by that theater anytime we were out and about, just because it was kind of surreal surreal for for us to see. Uh, one night we were walking around. Uh, it's just a couple blocks off Times Square, the theater. Uh, and we saw that a show had just gotten done. Uh, and every once in a while, a cast member might pop out, uh, after, after the show and like say, hey, to everyone. And so that was, that was exciting. We're like, oh, maybe we'll see, uh, 
we'll see a cast member or something. That'd be really cool. And so we're hanging out outside the theater with probably no joke, a hundred over maybe, well, we'll say a hundred uh, people. They'd closed off the, the whole road actually, because there was too many people to be just on the sidewalk and, it was crazy and fun, and there's all these people singing Hamilton songs, just hoping for a chance to maybe, maybe get to high five or or get a get their playbill signed. We were, we were there for about probably a good thirty forty five minutes, and no one really no one came out, and it was it was kind of disappointing, but it was a really cool experience to be there. Um, and so me and me and my friends kind of turned around and started walking back to our hotel, and just as 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 we were heading the other way out uh from the back door the back door opened up and out comes the man himself Lin-Manuel Miranda escorted by about four security guards now none of the other crowd members saw this because they were all focused on the direction that like the cast usually like the door that the cast usually comes out of and they were kind of sneaking Lin-Manuel out the back and so me and three of my friends and maybe one or two other random bystanders saw him and we're able to like get a little wave in and and say hey and take take a couple pictures, but it was just a really really great experience because it sort of felt like this special thing, like oh no one else saw this, it was just us, and uh, it was really cool to see him. Sorry, super long call. Uh, loving the podcast. Sorry, I couldn't call call sooner, but uh, maybe you'll be hearing from me in the future. Talk to you later, Connor. 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 Oh man. I miss that guy. Look at that story. Man, Hamilton was huge, Neil. Oh, still yeah. Still is huge. I still, still thought it huge. was. Yeah, I thought it was still. Yeah. <laughs> but this, he's talking, what he's talking about was like six years ago or something, you know? It's wild. It's been that long. But yeah, it has. And that's uh, that's that's a great story right there. You know, you hear about, you know, people waiting at the stage door after after shows like that and trying to get a, get a glimpse or get like he said, get a playbill signed or something. So, you know, I've never done something like that really, but I, you know, I definitely understand that kind of scene and that kind of idea of like, yeah, we're just going to wait out here whether we're at the show or not, you know, see what we can see. And uh wow, that that's just so cool that you happen to be in that right spot walking away when uh they were they were doing the old sneak out. So, uh that, that was uh, right place, right time for you there, Connor. Yeah, I mean, Lynn, he would um, he would go out and sing after every show forever, like for while the while the while I was trying to like take off, like it it wasn't like an immediate hit. It was big, you know what I mean, but it was different. And so he was singing all the time. He was doing sometimes two shows a day. He talked about it. He like they had a new baby at their, you know, like his wife just had a baby or something like that, and he's doing like seven days a week and not only doing that he's like the director and he's going out and like singing and taking pictures after everything like he was grinding it you know what i mean it got too big i bet you know you can't go out there yeah. after a while he's this now he is he bigger than bruce even though he's only been in like two things wow good one culturally yeah, he, right I mean, now he's bigger now but i think like bruce more people in the world know who bruce willis is than lynn manuel miranda i think um overall but yeah that's a good one because one is more modern you know a little more recently and now relevant where you know bruce willis kind of had more of his heyday in the 80s and 90s i think so um, you know, that's, that's a good one he's though. still super hot that was a trick question oh my god you felt, you <laughs> i felt would still right say that i would still say bruce is is, is the higher <laughs> a-list celeb at this point i gotta say i think i think he wins um on this on this uh list we have here on the on these callers I think so. But yeah, I, I would put uh, Lynn probably second 
um, on all those. I don't know though. Keith, they've been pretty big too, right? These are there's some big names on these on these collars here. I mean, this, what a show, Neil! What a show this has been. What a show indeed! What are the, so many the good dedication. Colors. You know what I mean? I'm I'm thinking about Connor, and I'm yep. thinking about the dedication it takes. You know what I mean? You're just kind of you're riding with it. You're feeling it. You know? I probably would have just been like. Nah, guys, come on, let's go. Let's go get a coffee or something like yeah. that. You know, I sound really grouchy on this podcast, but I just <laughs> uh, I want to like I always want to like get away from a big crowd or something like that. It's kind of like it's kind of my vibe. But he yeah. stuck it out. He got a little what's up, you know, from the person himself, just the man, the legend. There we go. All right, thank you, everybody. Called in uh, this episode with your stories of meeting celebrities. That was cool. That was really fun. And uh, we want to hear uh, from more people for our next episode. We'll be uh, doing another show here in two weeks. And we're going to take it back to the mailbag, you guys. We did this for episode five. And uh, on the next episode, episode 11, we want to go back to the mailbag. And so that is where uh, you just ask uh, Brian and I questions. Anything about Cuckoo Kangaroo, um, you know, you can uh, just call in and ask us really just about anything. And uh, we'll do our best to answer it. It doesn't uh, even listen. have to be about Cuckoo Kangaroo. Uh, like that's Travis right. Travis calls just... in every week, and he's just like, hey, you want to know this thing about vegetarian pizza? You know, what kind of shoes do you wear? What uh, Where do you guys bank? You know, all that kind of stuff. You know, let's go. Yeah, if you want to ask us about vegan cheese or Disneyland, that's fine, too. Um, give us a call, 612-424-0036. Dial those numbers. You will hear a voicemail beep, and then uh, you can just... Just go ahead and start talking. Start asking us stuff, and we will uh, very likely put it in the next show. We would really appreciate that. Again, all ages can call. doesn't matter who you are. Please please give us a call. Help us out with this show, and uh, it'll be fun. And that show will be coming out uh, here in two weeks. So check that out and give us a ring. Uh, but onward with oh, the show, Neil, I want to just get something out of the way because I know people okay. are dying even before the next episode. But uh-huh, uh-huh. my favorite color is blue. So I just wanted Got to make sure everybody knew that because I know that's probably going to be like 50% of the calls. So Yeah, yeah. No no, uh, no color questions. Those will not make the cut. You know what I mean? Blue. Uh, yeah, blue. yeah, yeah. We will not be adding any more color <laughs> questions to our list. All right, let's get to our recommendations. We like to recommend stuff every episode. Uh, could be media for you to check out. Could be a recipe. Uh, could be uh, a state of mind that we've been enjoying. Who knows what it is. But uh, that's what's fun about recommendations. It's wide open. You can do whatever ever you want. And uh, I'll get us started off this week. I'm recommending some music. Recommending a band. And uh, a few weeks ago, I recommended an album from uh, kind of a jazz yeah, jazz uh, group. Yeah, more of a modern uh, jazz group. But um, And this is kind of similar to that. This is a band um, from Canada, from Toronto, called Bad, Bad, Not Good. And that's all one word, so you can search that into your Spotify or Apple Music. And um, I would say, you know, they lean jazz, but it's also kind of more um, hip-hop, a little more um, electronic, you know. It's, it's, not as, it's not as improv. There's not like a bunch of solos and, and stuff like that happening necessarily. It's kind of more like grooves. And then they also partner with uh, hip-hop 
uh, the rappers and stuff like that and kind of, you know, will be their backing band for certain albums and things like that. But I really like, you know, it's mainly instrumental music, usually, uh, you know, pretty interesting, you know, some really, really good beats. I'm a drummer myself, so I really like listening to this drummer play. And uh, they just have a lot of really good stuff. And, um, you know, it's it's uh, mostly for people of all ages. If you have kids and stuff like that, you can listen to most of their music. They do have a collaboration album with Ghostface Killa, which is great, but maybe not one for the kids to listen to. But check that one out if you're an adult or whatever. Um, and, yeah, I just love it. It's kind of just like a, you know, kind of like a crossover hip-hop, jazz uh, kind of group. I've never seen them live, but I hope uh, I can do that someday. They've got a lot of really great albums, and I would just suggest checking out like a playlist on whatever your streaming service of choice is. And uh, I've been listening to them for a few years, and I just still like them a lot. So uh, check out Bad, Bad, Not Good. It's like uh, drums, guitar, bass, and a horn player. So um, really, really good stuff. And uh, I highly recommend uh, everyone go check them out, especially if you need some instrumental music to put on while you work or while you're just hanging out around the house. I think you'll like them. Bad, bad, not good. We'll link to that in the show notes. You love the instrumental music, Neil. I do. It's very important to have that sometimes because I have a hard time like writing or working um, sometimes with like uh, music with lyrics in it. Um, so, so yeah, or like podcasts. So I just like to have a selection of instrumental stuff that I can put on and uh, kind of be a little bit more background for me. That's cool. Am I up? Yeah. You're up next. What do you got, Brian? What do you want to recommend? What do you, t- what do you want to tell the folks about? What do you want to do? Okay, it was my birthday recently. Happy birthday. I like, thank you, Neil, thank you for your gift. I like. You're welcome. I don't, I don't need a lot of things. I don't need a lot of gifts, right? That's why I yeah. like have a hard time sometimes with um, recommendations because it's like I can't recommend another bluegrass album. You know what I mean? It's like that's <laughs> it. I don't have a lot of things. So yeah. that's mainly why I just get coffee for my birthday. But my parents gave me this little lid. It's for to make sprouts. Like to make sprouts, like you just kind of sit it on your window and they grow within six days. And wow. so um, the first batch did, you know what I mean? Like you and I love sandwiches, right? Do you like uh-huh. sprouts on your sandwich? I do. I, I'm trying to think of where I normally have that. Uh, usually, yeah, usually at like a restaurant or something. I don't have that in my house typically. Yeah, they look like little like clovers with more of like a white stem, but mm-hmm. um, you make them in just like a a medium sized mason jar, and basically they just what they gave me was some seeds, and the lid, and like the lid goes on, and it's just it's a, just it's like a mason jar lid, but it has a tons of holes in it, and it's like this plastic piece you put on top, and um, it's good for like draining the seeds because you have to soak them, and they just put them in there, and they just grow. It's kind of like our moist. Like uh, little things that grow, and you pull them out, and you pop them on your sandwich or on your breakfast in the morning, and I don't know, it's a really fun thing. Anyways, it's um, all it is is a little piece. You probably could make it yourself, but it's from High Mowing. It's a sprouting jar lid sprouts. That's it. Oh, Get there you go. It kind of sounds just like a little petri dish or something. Just like grows in there, right? I mean, it's just a mason jar, just like a mason jar size yeah. of like an Nalgene water bottle, and you just set it up there in six days. Boom! Yeah. You got they're full of sprouts, and then you do it again. This is awesome. So wow, there you go. Yeah, sprouts. Uh, you know, that's that's great. You've got a lot of garden stuff going on there at your house, Brian, and you know you're making lots of uh, you know lots of produce there. So let's add another one to the list. You don't even need to buy that anymore. You got sprouts growing right now in in your house. That's that's uh, that's very cool. Uh, next time I come over, we'll have to maybe in, in a few months or a few weeks. I'm gonna make you a ready. sandwich. Neil. Yeah, I want to get those. 
those fresh sprouts on the Sammy, please. That's that would be wonderful. That's what I got, uh, nice. Neil. Recommendations. Yeah. Check that out. All right, cool. That's recommendations. Let's play a game. Game time. It's game time. And uh, over the last few weeks, uh, excuse me, last few episodes, Brian has been uh, quizzing me. And uh, I'm turning the tables here. I created a, a game, a quiz game for him. And it is tied into our topic today, which is uh, celebrity encounters. So uh, each of these uh, questions is about uh, a different celebrity that we have met uh, together. Um, so, 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 yeah, that's that's what it is. We have four of them here, and uh, so you know, I'll tell you the little story about when we met them, and then there'll be a question about that celebrity. Cool with you? Uh, very cool. Very cool. All right, cool. First one, Keegan Michael Key. Uh, he is uh, most known from uh, Key and Peele. Uh, he's the he's the taller one. He's uh, the non horror film guy. Keegan Michael Key, right there, um, Detroit's own Keegan Michael Key. We met him uh, in L.A. We uh, we got to go on uh, on the set actually of some shooting they were doing. Key and Peele. We had some friends uh, who who were working on the show and they let us tag along. So it was a really cool day and we got to hang out a little bit. With it was Keegan. the fart episode. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So yeah, we get to hang out a little bit with uh, Keegan, and he's uh, he's as, as uh, uh, you know incredible and as uh, just down to earth and super sweet as uh, he appears to be. Um, but here's the question: Keegan Michael Key's most famous role in a Key and Peele sketch had him starring as Barack Obama's anger translator. What was his name? I'm going to give you four. Oh, these are, these are all gosh. these are all multiple choice questions. So here are okay, the four. Okay, thank goodness, here are thank the four uh, four options for what his name was as uh, Barack Obama's anger translator. Was it A. Keegan, B. A. Aaron, C. Mike, or D. Luther? Oh, it's either Mike or Luther. I'm going Luther. Ding, ding, ding. Luther. Luther, the anger translator. You got hey, it. Hey, Ron. That's what it was. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. He even did Gosh, that. That the... gentleman was a sweetheart. I forgot. We like got to like eat catering and like, yeah, he came had some over lunch. and be like, welcome to the set. Welcome. Thank yeah. you for being here. I was like, <laughs> he's was so like, intelligent. And yeah, he's just like that in real life. And uh, yes, Luther. And he, he got to be Luther uh, with Barack on the White House Correspondence Dinner uh, one year uh, back in the day. So. That was really cool to watch, and yeah, you can pull up the Luther clips on uh, YouTube there. So that was a good one. All right, next I was one like, here. Go work on your lines. Stop, talk. we don't, yeah, <laughs> Stop talking. Stop talking to us. Say hi to me. Yeah, we're just you know we're You're just working. starstruck. We're in L.A. and on a real shoot. This is cool. Um, all right, next one is uh, is NBA superstar Chris Paul. We got to meet Chris Paul. Uh, I'm not sure of the year. We were on the Yo Gabba Gabba tour. It's probably like 2011, 2012, something like that. And uh, we were playing in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, at some big theater. And Chris Paul is from Charlotte. Uh, he grew up there. So uh, he brought his family to see Yo Gabba Gabba. And uh, we knew he was in the house. And uh, that was a tour where we were just coming on as the super music friends. So we had to play one song uh, for each set. And I just remember being so excited that he was there. It was also notable in an NBA way because at the time, the Charlotte uh, basketball team was called the Bobcats. They're now the Hornets again. But at the time, they were the Bobcats, and the mascot was also in attendance. He was, like, running around and doing antics during the show. So we got to get our photo taken with Rufus Lynx, the, the Bobcat. Uh, so that was really fun. But then it was also cool just knowing that Chris Paul was in the audience. Chris Paul has seen Cuckoo Kangaroo play a show, you guys. Chris Did Paul he do has the dancey dance? Us. 
I don't think so. I think he was just there. You know, I, I don't think he ever went on stage. I think he was just, it was just known that he was there. And then he was a part of the VIP situation afterwards. There was like a, a big VIP, like post show you could go to and get, and get photos of the characters and stuff. Um, if you bought that package and, and Chris and his family are up there, we got a quick photo with Chris Paul. It was super cool. I still have the photo. It's a little blurry, but um, uh, it was cool to meet Chris Paul and cool to see, cool to say that Chris Paul has seen us uh, play awesome rainbows together. Uh, so that was a notable one. When big celebrity that we got to meet together um, oh now but, i'm gonna have to answer a question about basketball that's right i kept it different though so all right here's the question which company's commercials has chris paul been starring in for years here are the here are the options a burger king b state farm c goodyear d hyundai which company has chris Paul? is he with blake he's been he's been with blake not maybe not in this one. In this commercial, uh, it's no longer the case. But he was doing these with James Harden um, for a while, I believe. What's they the were second both, one you said? Uh, State Farm, Burger King, State Farm, Goodyear, Hyundai. I'm gonna say Hyundai. State Farm was the answer. Oh, that you was had my it. choice. You I asked need about to go it. with my gut, Neil. You always tell me. Go with my gut. Yep. State Farm Insurance with like the guys in the red shirts. You know, he's been on that for a long time. He's got his son in on the action now. He's got like a 10 year old son who's in the commercials now and stuff. Chris Paul Jr. So, uh, yes, he's been doing that for a long time. James Harden was with him there. They played together a few years ago in Houston, but uh, now they're on different teams. And uh, he's, Harden is no longer in the State Farm commercials. So, wait, <laughs> he's Chris, he's CP3. He's Chris Paul the third. I think so. I think so. so yeah, yeah. So this would be CP four, not Chris Paul Jr. I, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure how they say his name, or maybe I'm just assuming his name is Chris Box. You don't know that for a fact, so maybe his kid has a different name. So I don't know about that, but I think it's fine. He's getting the family in on the act. It's it's a good time. And then uh, Alfonso Ribeiro is in some of them too. So uh, oh, you know, uh, I gotta watch. Uh, you know, Carlton from Car- Carlton from Fresh Prince. For the unaffiliated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, number three here, Brian. Uh, we once upon a time met Lizzo. She is, uh, you know, she, she's from Texas, but uh, she's a Houston person at heart. But she spent a lot of time here in the Twin Cities. It's kind of where her music career broke, uh, you know, five years ago, whatever it was. Uh, she was in a musical group uh, called The Chalice. It was like an R&B group. Uh, a bunch of ladies, and uh, we played a show here locally. Uh, I believe it was an event called the Beer Dabbler. It was in Lower Town, St. Paul, uh, outdoor stage in the middle of winter, and uh, we were waiting to go on, and we had this trailer, and it was for all the bands, and uh, I remember just like sitting down and hanging out with them, and of course, this is before Lizzo was obviously enormous, but it was even kind of before she even put out, I think, her first like rap album or whatever. Um, Solo. I mean, Chalice was a hip-hop group, but at first, I think she'd done some other things, but... uh... Yeah, I got to say what's up in the trailer, and she liked our band, and she wanted a T-shirt, and she wore it on stage. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, technically we've uh, met Lizzo, even though it was kind of pre, uh, you know, blow up. But that's still cool, you know. Still, still, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, something of pride here for the Twin Cities that she kind of, you know, came here and, and got it going, and then went on to bigger and better things. So I like it. I think she still has a lot of love for Minnesota, and you know, kind of calls it her second home along with Houston. But let's get to the question here. Uh, Lizzo studied classical music at the University of Houston and is a self-proclaimed band geek which instrument did she play uh a french horn b flute c clarinet d tuba oh it is the flute 
Ding ding no ding! Doubt. Oh yeah, she's she has she's a the name flute back on stage. No. Oh really? It's 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 a personalized flute. Yeah, she calls it something. Hold on, can I look? Can I look? <laughs> yeah, yeah, look it up. But yes, uh, you know she uh, she apparently in high school was in band, and uh, then yes, then I guess she had some years at the University of Houston, and uh, yeah, she now brings it on stage. You know, this is so this was something that you know wasn't some new Sasha thing. Sasha flute. Sasha Flew. There you go. Like Sasha Fierce. There's a Beyonce yep. reference potentially here. But uh, yeah, she still rocks the flute. Uh, her big her big old shows that she has now, she brings that thing out and is really playing. I think some people think it's like a track or something, but apparently she's actually very good at the flute. Um, so oh, yeah. yeah, she is Lizzo. rocking that. <laughs> she really did a music cool. video. She did, a, she did one of her music videos. She went back and like did it with all... The current like band people at her university, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's amazing!" That's, wow. oh, it made me cry. It was beautiful. Very cool. All right, last question here. Uh, once upon a time, Brian, uh, you and I. Uh, the, well, the whole reason we made the song "Cat Party" is uh, was for an event. It was called um, it was called uh, the International uh, Cat Film Festival, Internet Cat Film Festival, and uh, it was held at the Minnesota State Fair Grandstand, which is like a ten thousand seat amphitheater. And uh, all the most famous cats from the internet came out, and they showed uh, they showed the best and funniest cat clips from that year, and gave out awards. And uh, the Walker Art Center put the whole thing on, uh, and they commissioned us to make an album about cats. So we did, and that's all those cat songs that uh, you know. Still, not many people know that there are multiple cat songs. We always have to remind people. Everyone's a big fan of Cat Party, but it's like, yo, there are four other cat songs. Go check them out. So you can go find those on all the streaming services. But that day after the show, we get to meet Grumpy Cat. And unfortunately, Grumpy Cat has since passed away. But uh, uh, Grumpy Cat, uh, you might recognize as you know, being very, uh, uh, being a very surly-looking cat, being a cat that just like has Grumpy a Grumpy Cat's more frown. famous than Bruce Willis. Uh, I think so. Grumpy Cat is the true A-lister on on this episode. Um, but so we get to meet him. I was holding him, and we, we posed for a picture together. And the owners and stuff were very nice to us. We talked to them for a little bit. But uh, our question here today is, what is Grumpy Cat's, what was Grumpy Cat's real name? A, Pickles, B, Red Lobster, C, Tartar Sauce, D, Anchovy. C, Tartar Sauce. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. You remember that? <laughs> I didn't remember that, but then I like looked up some like facts about Grumpy Cat, and I saw Tartar Sauce, and I was like, oh, yeah, they told us that. Tartar Sauce, because Tartar Sauce, uh, she is... She had like a, a, I don't know. She was small, right? She was real yes. small. I think I think she because was like dwarfism has dwarfism. Yeah, she was like the size of like a size twelve shoe. Like she, I'm trying to think of a better description. Like you got to it's older, just like a little tiny I, kitten. Yeah, I didn't. Like you had held a lot of pets, and I hadn't. And they were like, "Hey, do you want to hold a grumpy cat?" I was like, "No way. This cat is like probably." Worth more than anything I've ever yeah, touched in my probably life. In, like, insured for a million this dollars. Cat, and this cat was so small, so like tender. But they're just rolling yeah. around backstage. They're like, "Great set, you guys. You want to? Yeah. You want to hold Tartar? That was great. Yeah, young Tartar. Yeah, that was uh, that was cool. I think it was like a little girl too who was like with them. You know, it was like a yeah. Was she like was like kid. twelve, and she her was, parents. She was like with the handlers. Yeah. So uh, Tartar Sauce was the actual name of Grumpy. Nice work, great Brian. game, you Neil. Th- great you game. You get three out of four of those. Nice work. Uh, so those are some of the celebrity encounters we've had together. I'm sure there's some more. We'll have to think of them. But, yeah, that's the game. Nice work, Brian. All right, let's wrap this thing up with New With Koo. Wrap it All up. All right. What do we have going on, Brian? What What are some things? What What is new in the world of Cuckoo Kangaroo this week? 
Oh boy, oh boy. We're on album rollout. And when Cuckoo Kangaroo oh, yeah. is making some new songs, you know what that means. Lots of new videos. So, um, Heck yeah. Put out Stick Yicky. Put out a video for Stick Yicky. Put out a playlist for Stick Yicky. Then we put out a dance along. Visuals done by our, our uh, what would you call a Wampa Stump? Our Muse? Yeah, Wampa is, uh, yeah, he is someone, he's a collaborator, he's a friend. He is, uh, he's an inspiration, really, because he just brings uh, brings the fun, brings the colors. Uh, he makes the podcast art for uh, these shows every other week. So, you know, he, he's all in here doing all the business. So we really like uh, his uh, his skill set and his eye. And so uh, we, we pair together very well. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right, so we put out a dance along. Then... We uh, we teamed up with UNICEF Kid Power. UNICEF, there's no T. UNICEF Kid Power. Uh, it's a it's a brain break website. It's uh, and it helps you get uh, points to help um, help people, you know, get um, get some things they need like face masks or food or relief care things like that. So it's uh, teaching philanthropy through you know breaks in school. So taking our videos. So we. We um, we we let them uh, use some of our videos that are up there, and uh, we're doing a sticky icky dance along challenge, the sticky icky dance challenge, and um, you sign up for UNICEF Kid Power with your class, you do a couple dances, and then you make a video with your class about sticky icky, doing the dance moves, doing something cool. You post it up, and the winner gets a uh, what's the winner getting? Oh uh, yeah, a video call with us. Yeah, we get to chat with the winner, so. Yeah, you can be the winner. Just uh, head on over to, uh, what is it, UNICEF Kid Power. Just search for that. We'll have the link in the show notes here. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can find out more about that and enter the contest, and uh, maybe you you will be chosen to win. So, But I even better than that, Neil, we're going mm. up another notch. Second single from Soul Clap came out. Oh, wow. Neil, tell what's them about it, it. Tell them what's up. It's called, I know about it. It's called Ice Cold Lemonade. Uh, summer's right around the corner, so we had to do it. We got uh, we got this song uh, about a delicious beverage called Lemonade, and uh, it's really cool because on the song is uh, a great rapper out of L.A. named Murs, who we've been listening to for a long time, and we hit him up, see if he would do a verse. He said yes, so he's on the album. He's on the track. So, uh, you know, you really want to go check that out and uh, hear that. We don't often have guest verses. There's a number of them on this new album, though. So, you know, some, something new right there. But, yeah, it's a good high-energy song. Laserbeak made the, made the, did the production on it. And uh, it's going to be good for summer. And it's a really fun video we shot with our friends, the Beaudries, out in Stillwater, Minnesota. Uh, a using 360 a really cool... video, Neil. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a little, you know, it's not a proper 360 where you can, like, control the screen and look all around. But the camera shoots in all directions, and then our friends, the Baudry's, like, edited it to, like, pick which directions are in the video. So, yeah, it's a new kind of camera technology than we've uh, ever used in a video before. So we hope you like the different kind of uh, looks that we have here with Ice Cold Lemonade. So all of that is up on YouTube um, and then, yeah, go check out UNICEF Kid Power as well and uh, enter the contest. Sweet. Um, that's new. what's new with Koo. We got new stuff happening all the time, so it's, uh, it's a good segment. It's a good part. Um, but, yes, that brings us to the end of the show. Please give us a ring uh, for our next podcast coming up here. Uh, it's Mailbag, so you can just ask us whatever you want. 
Uh, please ring us, 612-424-0036, and you can be on the show. But remember, no questions about our favorite color. It's blue. We both like blue. It's simple. It's easy. Uh, let's go a little bit deeper in that, okay? We'd, we'd, uh, we'd like something different besides colors, questions, please. And, uh, yep, that'll be cool. And, um, and I'm already looking forward to it, Brian. It's two weeks away, but I'm already, I'm just going to set my timer already. Neil, I, I can't, can't wait to talk I to you. Uh, I can't wait. You're, my timer it. was already set. Ah, amazing. Well, geez, that's great. Yep, we'll be back uh, soon enough with another episode of Banter Buddies. I hope you guys start your timers as well. And uh, it'll, it'll be a good one. It'll be mailbag. We'll just get we'll just get loose with it. You know, it doesn't have to be all strict on a turn on a, on a certain uh, theme. This is, can be all over the place. So it's up to you to make uh, to send us in some some great questions. Uh, but I'm excited for that one already, Brian. It was great to speak to you. And, it was great um, to speak to you. Listen, too, listen. Whatever you do, do not do not dry the yoga pants. Okay, that is very important. Um, I just got to remind you again in case you forgot over the last hour here. I have a sticky note on the dryer. Good, good. Yes, I've we don't want to watch those. I've Killing is bad. I've messed up so many times, Neil. I've messed up yes. so many times. Well, you never will now because now you'll be thinking about this podcast episode instead. I'm going to do it, Neil. Bye, Brian. Bye, buddy. <laughs>